Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday. It's Janet, the Higher Self Voice, and I'm actually quite nervous today. I can't remember being nervous about a show for a very long time. I started doing the radio shows in 2011, so what, I'm in my seventh year, and I was very nervous in that first year, but I, after a while, I released it, I got rid of it, and I haven't been nervous for a long time, but I'm nervous today. Now, why is it? Because last week, something very interesting happened to me, and I wanted to share it with you. I was very excited, but when I started really putting together what I wanted to say today, there a piece of information came up and became relevant because it actually happened, but it was a piece of information that I would have to explain to you guys. And if you are a listener or a viewer that happened to listen to my shows back two, three plus years ago, I did cover this information, but most of you would not, that would not be the case. And it's very important, very fascinating information you can't get anywhere else. And when I have presented it in the past, I've always done a really good job of covering the, the whole complex subject. So for me to just piecemeal it and just do the tippiest tip of the iceberg in this in order to present what I wanted to talk about, I just felt like I couldn't do it justice. So I kept asking myself, it was just too funny. Every day I tried to connect with them and would get information. And I said, I kept thinking, oh, you know, I really better not do what I wanted to do because of this piece that's part of it that I really, I want to do it justice and I can't do it justice and blah, blah, blah. And everything else I thought of sort of was a dead end. The higher self just didn't help me. I kept saying, well, this would be really interesting. Can I do this over here or not can't, but, you know, give me a angle because there's a lot of stuff I can present, but in a half hour, I want to have a point to it. So anyway, the higher self, and they do this sometimes, they kind of came in from the left flank and prevented me from going off to the side and doing something else. And they just sort of kept pushing me down this road because this piece of information is actually extremely important. It's something that will come out more and more. And so I think it's their way of 
having me present it, even though it's tip of the iceberg. So when at the end, I, you can get the expanded complex part of it because I did a meetup and presented it at the meetup. And so I will explain all how you can access the material in more detail other than the show. If you have any curiosity, any interest, you might be interested in that. So I will tell you um, when I get to the end of the show. But anyway, I'm going through a lot of changes in how I'm unfolding my my work life, so to speak, my career of bringing this information. And so I had a friend over, and she, we've worked together a lot. Her name is Marlene. She's fabulous. I've worked together with her off and on since 2010. She's extremely good at reading the higher self information. And so we help each other with issues. And because I was going through some changes, I said to her, let's see if there's anything that I'm carrying that I'm unaware of that creates any kind of blockage or resistance or uh, problem with me moving forward and unfolding in this, these new ways that I was bringing into, into my work life. So we did, we started it and she got something. And I was like, <laughs> I was amazed because it was something I'd never ever worked on for myself and never had come up for a client. And yet it's as common as love and hate and shame and joy. I mean, it's as common as anything that we carry. And that was that at the inside, at the soul level, and I wasn't conscious of this at all, at the soul level, I was carrying this need to have an, a big audience, not a little audience, but a big audience in order to unfold some of the information that I have or some techniques or abilities. I, it wasn't specific because this was a conglomeration from a lot of lifetimes, but it was at the soul level, this need to prove myself in front of a large audience. And it was as if, if I didn't have a large audience, that it wouldn't be proof. It wouldn't, I wouldn't get the validation. Wow. You, you, whatever you were doing, that's really good. And I'm like, whoa, haven't we all had situations and conditions in our life where we're trying to prove ourselves to, you know, the, the, our peer group or the teachers or our parents that are saying, oh, you know, you, you, you'll never succeed at X, Y, or Z, or, you know, you're not very good at this or that. And, and we, we want to prove ourselves. And so I thought, wow. So, I, so we started with that, and I began to let go of the need to prove myself. And part of the corollary or part that was attached to it was that somehow I would get validation and worth and um, know I was on the right track based on what other people told me, this big audience. I needed this big audience, you see, in order to validate myself. So that came, uh, that brought to me the, the age-old pattern that I've seen everywhere, including myself, of needing to get validation for your worth from something outside yourself. And as if you've been listening to my show at all, you know that we need, we have everything we need to need inside. We have, we have that pure soul essence, which means we are the same and equal at that level, pure and perfect as any other soul at any other level, at any other reality or dimension or world or anywhere in the universe known and unknown. We have worth. It doesn't depend on what somebody thinks of us. 
to have worth or to succeed. Just by being, we're, we, have, we are all that we are. So we don't normally go there. So, of course, I'm working again on that. Now, I've worked on that many, many times, but, of course, there's a lot of layers. And this was attached specifically to the, specifically to the one that, you know, I need proof in some way. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, okay, let me give you an example. Let me give you an analogy. It's kind of like um, a, a magician, kind of a small-time magician who does birthday parties and maybe does magic on the streets and you know that kind of thing but he's developed a fabulous trick really outrageous mind-boggling and groundbreaking trick but he's decided it's so special he doesn't want to do it on the street or in the little birthday parties or wherever the little you know the smaller time things he wants an audience he wants it to be on the big stage where he you know, premieres this trick. So he's waiting, you see, for this opportunity. But in reality, he needed, he needed to perform the trick in the smaller stages so that he would start to have the chatter around in the social media, the, you know, word of mouth and oh my gosh, and, and that trick itself would bring him to the big stage. So the belief that he carried, and I'm making this example up because I'm it's analogous to me. The belief is that he's got to wait for that big stage to put out the big trip, trick, and, and yet he will create the big stage if he puts the trick out first. So I worked on myself with that conflict, you know, waiting. I don't wait for anything. So it's not relevant in this life that I can think of because I've never been into that proof thing around my business. If you guys have known me at all, um, and in the higher south since the time I started going in the 80s, they always said it's not about belief or disbelief. It's just standing in the center, seeing what works for you, what resonates with you, and from the inside, and like that. And we're very clear over and over that if we believe in something or we disbelieve something, that we are creating a glass glass ceilings. We're creating limiters. And if we lock in to the beliefs of today, the concepts of today, the viewpoints of today, we close out the expansion of tomorrow because things are always expanding. There's always something more expanded. So, you know, I've really worked on not focusing on beliefs and I never, ever have been about proof. People know me for years in this in my groups I, I'm not about proof there are many in my field in this field that try to prove various phenomenon like prove that there really are past lives or prove that psychics can really predict the future or prove that there's something very real about energy and how it works you know whatever you know what I'm talking about and I'm happy for those people to to do it if they like. But for me, it's never been about proof. For me, it's always been present information. And people who hear it can then decide, they have a choice to see how that feels to them versus or along with anything else they know or thought. It gives them food for thought. And that's really where I've always come from. So in this scenario, it wasn't a conscious thing for me. But 
it was there because how many times in our life have we had it? And it made me think, I started getting vignettes when we were little kids, like on the playground, you know, where we're saying, I bet I can do that or I'll show you. And we're like daring people. Well, I, you know, I dare you. Or maybe we are told that, you know, we're not going to do well on something and we just decide to prove it to somebody else. I mean, this kind of, this kind of approach is very normal and part of the human condition. And I really saw it in the unfoldment of the, the past life patterns. I saw that I had that and this was something I was unaware of. And I wanted to share it with you. Those of you who do do the neutralizing and I, I know there's some of you because I do hear from time to time from people, but I don't know. Anyway, but I think it's an important thing because it becomes a drag on the movement forward. If you're waiting for some reason to, with proof, it becomes a drag. And it's also, you know, I, I want to remind you, it's really we need to let go of the idea that somebody else is going to validate us. It's up to somebody else to to give us our worth and show us that we are successful at whatever, that we're good enough or whatever the situation is. And so I do encourage everybody to release all of that. Really important. Uh, it just turns up in so many different places, so many different arenas, so many different belief systems. So I really hope everybody will do that. But now, let me make sure I haven't forgotten anything. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now. Okay. Now I think we're getting to the piece. Okay. So while my friend and I, and she's working on herself too, we always do that where we work on ourselves individually and each other and conglomerately. And so <clears throat> I'm releasing it. And then Marius comes in. Now Marius, or Marius, I, I'm not too sure how to pronounce it, but Marius comes in. He's another fifth dimensional, carrying the dual soul nature. And he comes in and he says, there's an element to prove that I want to, you know, that he wanted to make us aware of. And that is that it can backfire on you. If you have the same set of facts and you present it to 100 people in the room, almost everyone could interpret those set of facts in different ways. Proof is very, very, very complex and difficult. And despite you covering every little possible place or space that that someone could doubt and you think you have 100% proof, in fact, People always will interpret that proof based on whatever their mind perspectives, belief systems are. And so what happens when you rely on proof or when that becomes the focal point, especially when it's related to your own self-esteem and your own self-worth, the, the, the fact of the matter is you're going to be really possible to have disappointment, frustration, anger, when you see people misinterpreting your proof, seeing it in a distorted or discolored way, finding meaning that wasn't supposed to ever be there, for example. <clears throat> so, of course, we worked on 
that as well, letting go of that despair, that frustration, the anger, the regret, the judgment even, because we judge others for being stupid or ridiculous or uninformed or uneducated or blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't use those kind of terms now, but <laughs> we've all used them in, in so many of our lives. Um, so, so in any case, whether you feel it now or not, you don't want that stuff in there. So we released all of that stuff, all the criticism and the judgment of ourselves too. We failed, we failed our mission to ha give proof, you know, to show that we really are worth something, that sort of thing. So it's, it's so Marius came in and, and said that, you know, this is what happens. Proof can, can backfire. And it is, it was very helpful what he said. And I just, this is the part where I want you to please understand, give me a little bit of benefit doubt that I just, I'm doing the show because I think it's so important. And I've presented the information about Marius in my meetup group and on the show two or three years ago. So it isn't like I'm afraid to present it. I'm afraid to do it. I'm not afraid, I'm worried that I wouldn't, that I'm not going to do it justice today in this half hour show. But let me tell you, Marius is part of a group that we came to know as the Higher Heart Consciousness Group. And I want you to understand that this, this what I'm going to tell you about Marius and the Higher Heart Consciousness Group, if you haven't learned it already from me in another place, um, it is, it is not, this is not religious information at all, but it has a religious context. And I don't want anyone to think that in any way, shape or form, I am criticizing or denigrating or finding fault with any religious aspects or belief systems. I'm simply going to present the information and you guys can be curious about it, interested in it or not. And you can discount it, you can throw it away, you can ask for more information, you can do whatever you want. I can't control you, I'm not trying to control you. I'm just asking that you, you know, stand in the center of neutrality between belief and disbelief and just hear the words in the small little context I'm gonna give you and see how you feel after the fact. How does it resonate with you? So anyway, Marius and the Higher Art Conscious Group were uh, part of a group that uh, it's, it's actually Marius is the fifth, they're fifth dimensional. They carry the dual soul nature and Marius is the fifth dimensional name that he's given for himself, although they don't really have names at the fifth dimensional soul level, but he, his human name is Jesus. He, the Higher Heart Consciousness Group is Jesus and the Disciples. And in the 80s, I think it was 87, Joan Culpepper um, began to reflect them. And they came in, uh, I think we had 14 or 16 or 18 different sessions with them. And they came in to explain the idea of evolutionary concepts. Evolutionary concepts are infused into every planet that houses life forms. And they play out in different ways on different planets based on many, many different, for many different reasons. Um, so Marius and the other higher heart consciousness part of the group 
came in to help with the infusion of the higher heart consciousness evolutionary concept onto this planet. And, you know, 2,000 years ago, give or take. So they came in to talk to us about what didn't play out at the highest level. Where, where were the misunderstandings? Where were the misconceptions? Where, you know, what did, did the humanities not really truly grasp and understand? And the other evolutionary concepts that were infused on this planet didn't go well either. They didn't play out at the highest level either. The ones prior, um, there's an Egyptian concept and there's an Atlantean concept. There's a Lemurian concept. There's many, many concepts. I'm naming just a couple, three. But the, on this planet, for specific reasons, they didn't play out at the highest level. Nothing was wasted. There, it, it didn't matter because the souls that are attracted that come into this planet, they are coming in at the level that, that this planet carries at whatever, whatever time. And the souls have an opportunity to move forward um, you know, based on where they are. Anyway, it's a long story. I don't want to go into that. But so they came to us to explain a lot of stuff about the evolutionary concept then. And they came in, they explained, because it didn't go to the highest level. There were, they, they said the mission, in quotes, was aborted because it didn't play out as it, as it was, would have played out on another planet where it went to the highest level. And so they explained the, the issues, the problems, what happened. And they came to, for, to help us, to inform us, because they wanted us to work with them, in essence, to help bring the concept to a higher level. We have to understand where, where it was, what happened, and then we are able to, we will be, it'll be better, easier for us to bring it to a higher level. So it, it was, they were, came as colleagues. We're all fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature, as are you if you're watching or listening. And if you aren't a fifth dimensional, you would be a very, very highly evolved true human because the people who are drawn to me and my information uh, 99% are fifth dimensional. So don't worry that you aren't because you are, you absolutely are. Uh, and if you aren't, you're a very high level human and it isn't about hierarchy or being better than or being elite or any of that stuff. <laughs> it is just not that at all um, because we're all equal. We've just been around a little longer and we've made choices to return. We volunteered to return and to help the four lower kingdoms. So it's just part of our mission. We have chosen to do. So it doesn't mean we're any better than anyone else. This isn't about ego. It isn't about, you know, being elite or anything. So I've said this to you before, but it's really important. It's the same thing with the higher heart consciousness group. They came in. They didn't want us to be in awe. They didn't want us to be humble. They didn't want us to be egotistical, like, oh, look who came in and talked to us in our group. Whoa, aren't we cool? You know, it wasn't like that. They don't want any of that. They, they said over and over again, it's like going to your neighbors to grab a cup of coffee and chit-chatting. They've come in, their colleagues, their friends, were helping each other. Because it was aborted in 2000, 2000 years ago, and it does need to be, you know, some 
fixing, so to speak, needs to be happening. We, um, they came in to explain and also to give us help because we're helping them. They feel a sense of they want to be still in process to help with bringing that higher heart consciousness infusion up to the highest frequency level. So that's why they came in. It was fascinating information. You cannot get it on Google. Um, but what Marias was talking about with the backfiring issue was that he laid aside the body and resurrected. And that to the humanities around was proof that he was a god or the son of God, and that he was the savior, and that they needed to worship him. So one of the things that came out of that proof was a misunderstanding and a misconception. It had nothing to do with that. He, he was, the, the proper mission was that he was supposed to transform the body while alive, so that the humanities around could see that the body is as important as the soul. And he carried, you know, he carries the true soul essence, the pure soul essence, all the humanities carry. That is the divine within us. That's everything the originating source was, is, and is becoming. So when he, but he did the best he could in quotes, because the humanities, there were many reasons, but one of the reasons was the humanities weren't ready for the higher frequency level of the concepts. So he spoke in parables because the direct information was, would not have been taken in by the humanities. He tried the best he could based with the energy, the frequencies that were present at the time. And so anyway, the proof was that he's God or a God or son of God, or however you, you know, whatever the religious belief system is and that he's the savior. Believe in me and you will be saved. And this is a very, it's similar to the issue I was talking about before, be earlier, where if you wait for the external to validate you, you know, you aren't validating yourself. And in this case, if you're waiting for somebody else to save you, to be the path, to lead you down the path or whatever, the, the, the belief system goes, and, and I really don't know belief systems all that well. Um, so, but whatever it is, you're in a waiting game, and your sick being saved is dependent, you see, on someone else or a God or something else, and you give away all that power to someone else, and you place yourself in a waiting game and also a game of trying to please the God or whatever that that you are or the person that you're trying to get to save you. You follow all the rules to be the person you need to be in order to be saved, for example. But in any case, um, the humanities are here in part to understand that they are 100% responsible. We all are, at the because we have the facade humanity. We're all 100% responsible for ourselves. 100%. And thank goodness we come well equipped. We can do, we can create our outer reality however we want to create it. We have all the gifts, all the, all the energy we carry within. 
And that means we're not waiting for somebody else to do it for us, to fix us. It's a treasure, guys. It's a treasure. But when you have deep belief systems or deep habits just being part of humanity of waiting for somebody else or something else outside of you to do it for you, you aren't utilizing your own inner abilities. When you don't have to wait, you can do it for yourself. So anyway, um, that's Mariah's, the Higher Heart Consciousness Group. And I found it to be so fascinating because I really shoveled out a lot of stuff that I, you know, some of it I'd worked on, but more layers came up and then some new stuff. But also I did want to say if anyone is interested in more of the material from Mariah's, um, I believe he, he spoke to us, Joan reflected him, I think, five times. Paul came in uh, nine times. We had Peter. We had Mary. Um, we didn't have all the apostles, but they spent a lot of time really familiarizing ourselves with the history, and there, there's no fault-finding. There's no blame. There's no oh, somebody screwed up, or there's just none of that. It's simply explaining things at a level, bringing in ideas and concepts that you just can't find anywhere else. And it's so logical. It makes so much sense. And I did present it to the meetup group. And it, I, if anybody emails me, jvvmrichmond at gmail.com, if you email me there, I absolutely will send you for free the first meetup. Now, I have handouts, so you'll get the actual transcription of what Mariah said. Then you'll also get the podcast or the recording of the meetup itself. And this is, the recording is important because, yes, you're going to hear what's on the transcription because I actually read it there and then there's comments and, and there's a dialogue questions people ask questions um, but also I believe after that I do a healing or bring in information um, there's there's more than just the handouts but you get both and I give you both for free and if you're interested in getting more information because that's the tip of the iceberg it's the first time Marias comes in and he gives us some information if you want more of the Higher Heart Consciousness Group material, I do believe, yeah, I won't need to say that. Anyway, we're running out of time, but you can contact me, and the other ones will be sold. Now, when I have a meetup, it's $20, because this material is unique. You can't get it anywhere else. It's fascinating. It's logical, and it's incredibly helpful. It's, it, it's so expansive in its perspective. It just makes sense of so much. It answers so many questions that you have and ones you didn't know you, you had. Anyway, um, you can buy them individually, $20, and I'll send you the podcast and the handouts. And there's an, quite a lot of handouts. I'm very generous with the handouts. It's not usually just what the, the one transcription. There's usually other things, too. So you'll get a, a lot. Um, if you buy more than, so it's $20 a pop, and you can do that once a month, once a year. I mean, you can do it. I have the material, so you can do it on your own timing. Or you can buy two or three or four or five or all at a time, and there would be a discount. 
So I do have to charge something because I don't think it's right if my meetup group comes and they pay and then I give it away for free. They feel, because I know them all really well, and they feel it's important to get the information out so they don't mind me giving, say, the first one free, but and I, they don't mind the discount, but it is important that we respect the fact that they have paid to come here and be part of the podcast, okay? All right. <laughs> anyway, again, email me if you're interested. It's it's really fascinating stuff. You you will really, really, really be interested in it. Um, I you know if you are interested in it. And again, there, there's no denigration of any kind of belief system in this material. And that I really is important for me to get across to you that it is not about finding other people's beliefs wrong. It's not about comparison. It's not about judgment, right, wrong, good, bad, never. It's always about respecting and understanding each other, respecting and accepting each other for whatever they believe. It's always like that. So if you are interested, please let me know. I will send it. And it's jvvmrichmond, gmail.com. Excuse me. So... With that, I'm going to say goodbye until next week. Next week, before I say that, I just want to say thank you for bearing with me. I feel much better now that I'm done with the show. Uh, I'm not positive the podcast is going to work. I should mention this because I didn't set up the show until this morning. And the two times I did that before, only the intro and the outro played on my podcast. So I may have to repeat the podcast next week, and I will not be videoing next week. In any case, it'll be what it is. I'll I'll have to see. Um, Also, next week, I'm going to do the male nature in honor of Father's Day. So you you men and also women, because we've all had lives as males, to understand some of the things we may not really realize that we carry. And a lot of it is so logical and a lot of it is so, you know, we know men, men know men, so it makes a lot of sense. But at least it'll give you a sense historically by the soul's journeys, how this is, how it plays out, how, why we carry so much of what we carry at that male nature level. Okay, so that's that. So it's goodbye for, from me. Uh, Have a wonderful week, and I'll be back next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.